0: i'm katie garrett your functional medicine nutritionist and i'm here with my husband phil it's me again and we are headed into the holiday season as we're recording this which means a lot of you are going to be starting to cook a lot more than usual
1: making some delicious pies and treats and treats
0: <laughs> we love the word treats in and our house donuts no that's not part of the holidays i love donuts <laughs> and so as you're doing that something you might be wondering about is what oils should you use when you're cooking?
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think about that.
0: (laughs) Because you don't cook. Okay,
1: fair.
0: (laughs) And it is very confusing. There's a lot of oils out there and there's a lot of controversy on which ones are okay for you to eat, which ones are good for your health, which ones can hurt your health. But before we dive into that, let's zoom out a little bit and ask the bigger picture question, which is, should you even eat oils?
1: Yes. Oh.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) No, just kidding. It's it's kind of sometimes. That's confusing. Okay, so oils are not a whole food, right? They are extracted from the food. Something like olive oil comes from the olive. And it is always better to eat the whole food, whether we're talking about a sugar, a starch, or a fat, like an oil. If you can get the whole food, that is the preferable route to go. But then when we extract oil from the food, it does add this nice texture so that we can bake, and texture for our grilling and roasting. So there are you know, definitely uses for it because it just makes our food more fun. So we want to kind of limit or eat oils in moderation, choose the whole food when we can, but when it's not practical to do so, then use an oil. So then let's talk about what oils to use. The main oils that people use in the United States, and that is in most of our restaurants and our products that we get at the grocery store, are what are called RBD oils.
1: Red, blue, dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what you're gonna say for the D. <laughs> this stands for refined, bleached, and deodorized. Ooh. Yummy, is not that sound great? Yeah. Don't you wanna put more refined, bleached, and deodorized foods in your body? Always. <laughs> that means that they have been refined using chemicals, and some of these chemicals are actually still found in the final product. An example of one of those chemicals is hexane, which we get mostly exposed to through gasoline and is toxic to our bodies. And deodorizing, which is where they subject it to really high temperatures and for their chemicals so that it doesn't have much of a smell or a taste to it. We want our oils to be neutral, right? To so just blend into whatever food we're using and therefore they add these chemicals and extra processing in order to give us what we want. And also because when they heat it to such high temperatures to neutralize it, it creates oxidation, which means that the oil is actually rancid, which is not good for our bodies. When we consume oxidized foods, it steals antioxidants from our bodies and creates more tissue damage.
1: So like when you go to the store, you'll see rows and rows and rows and rows and rows rows. Uh, something like canola oil Mm -hmm. that is the cheapest one that's on there Mm -hmm. are you saying that that's been
0: yeah these little seed oils and vegetable oils they're really hard to get them out of the food and if you just try to use mechanical processes then you're going to leave a lot of the oil left and it's not very you know financially advantageous so if you use a bunch of chemicals and heat processing then you can squeeze a lot more oil out of it and so this is you know these are industrial oils, things that humans haven't not consumed for thousands of years, that can have some pretty negative impacts on our health. One of those is that that high heat process can actually transform some of the fats in the oil to trans fats. Mm. So an article by Harvard showed that soybean oil had three times more trans fat than olive oil, and canola oil had six times more trans fat. That's not good. No. So we've got chemicals, we've got pro-oxidants, and we've got trans fats.
1: They don't say that on the bottle.
0: <laughs> no, they don't. What they do say on the bottle is sunflower oil, cottonseed oil, safflower. And you hear flour, you think, oh, this is nice. It's natural. It's plants. It's made from flowers. Yes. Um, corn oil, uh, soybean oil. These oils are all RBD oils. They are high in omega sixes, which are more pro-inflammatory. Remember, omega threes are anti-inflammatory and come from uh, fish. Yes, yeah. good job. <laughs> and then, so then, sometimes people are like, "Well, let's do the high omega three oils, like flax, right? Because it's going you know better for inflammation." But flax oil is very easily oxidized. Like Just by the process of being removed from the seed, it's now going to easily become rancid and it is rancid within weeks. So you really don't want to consume flaxseed oil, but you do want to consume flaxseeds, again, the whole food, not the extract, whenever you can. Got it. Okay, so then we've got what should we have instead, right? So what are the healthiest oils that we can have that are not rbd which stands for
1: red blue disease
0: (laughs) from dark nows disease yeah (laughs) stands for refined bleached and deodorized okay so how do we get oils that are not those things the healthiest oil i'm sure you guys all have it in your head you already know is olive oil there it is no surprise what you want to look for though with the olive oil is that it is cold pressed so rather than being chemically processed Cold press means that they use an expeller machine to expel the oil out of it. So you probably have seen expeller press before, which is really good, but even expeller pressing produces some heat. It's half of the heat that's produced with that highly industrial process, um, but it's still there. And so cold pressing is like the, the next step up from expeller press where they limit the heat that's generated by the machine when they are expelling the oil. So when you keep it nice and cold, you keep all of the antioxidants, all those wonderful healing nutrients in your oils. The concern with olive oil is that it shouldn't be heated at high temperatures. The antioxidants that are present actually do help to protect the oil from becoming oxidized. So even though it doesn't have a very high smoke point, it actually is fairly safe to heat it at medium temperatures.
1: Ah, So now we're getting into something I do know about when Katie said I didn't cook earlier, she was lying. (laughs) I do cook sometimes.
0: Yes. So what do you know about this topic?
1: Well, so smoke point is the point at which you heat an oil to that it starts to break down Mm -hmm. and cause bad things to happen. Yes. So that was a
0: very scientific. (laughs) If
1: you put two, if you put olive oil on the stove and you turn it on high Uh and you leave it and it starts smoking, That's too far.
0: Yes, that is not good for your body or for your food. Therefore, we want to use olive oil, but at low to moderate temperatures like on your salads or with moderate or medium heat cooking. What if you're going to use higher heat cooking? What foods or what oils have a higher smoke point? The number one go-to would be avocado oil. Avocado oil is very high in the same omega-9 healthy monounsaturated fats that olive oil is, but it has a higher smoke point. However, it also doesn't have as many antioxidants. Hmm. So you want the olive to be your go-to.
1: I will say that one of the reasons that I do like avocado oil when cooking above olive oil is that it has less of a flavor that's imparted into the food. Yeah. Like sometimes you can taste, like you know, it's, oh, this has got olive oil in it. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, avocado oil, not so much.
0: Yeah, it is more neutral. So if you need it for something neutral, like eggs or something like that, you might want to use avocado oil, even if you're not using higher temperatures. Um, the thing to be careful with, though, when it comes to avocado oil, is that you really have to know your brand. Because unfortunately, there's been a few studies, Consumer Labs, UC Davis, where they've looked at brands and they found that they were adulterated. So the UC Davis uh, study, they looked at 22 brands of avocado oil, and six of them had those RBD oils we were talking about earlier in Mm. the avocado oil.
1: Red, blue, disgusting.
0: (laughs) It keeps changing. (laughs) And so one of them didn't even have any avocado oil in it. And then majority of the rest of them were actually oxidized. Oh, man. Fortunately, there is a brand called Chosen, and you can find it at every grocery store, at Costco. It's easy to find. And so choose the Chosen brand when you get your avocado oil.
1: Ooh. The claw has chosen us.
0: We are the one. Toy Story? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) And then... For other oils, so that's like your top two. Other oils are really because they have a specific purpose that you can't get with olive or avocado. So that would be using coconut oil, palm oil, or ghee. These are your solid state oils that you need to use for baking and you know putting on, or like shortening for something that you're gonna make like a bread. Um, they are gonna use more saturated fats in these oils, which isn't really the best compared to those omega-9 fats. Therefore you want to limit them, which you should already be limiting baked goods anyways. So it kind of naturally happens. Sure. So use them as needed. And then I have an extra bonus category for you guys. If you really want to read your labels and pay extra special close attention, you could do some of those seed oils we talked about earlier, if they were processed in a healthy way. So check that they are organic, non-GMO, expeller pressed, We talked about that earlier. And high oleic, which means high in omega-9s that avocado and olive are high in. So they will actually process the oil to filter out some of those more pro-inflammatory omega-6s. Okay,
1: one one last bonus bonus question. Hmm. So um, what about like peanut oil?
0: hmm so there yeah, are some other oils that we haven't talked about today peanut oil and some of these other ones uh, macadamia oil some of those nuts and seeds there's walnut oil they're also going to be easier to oxidize not as high in omega-9s not loaded with antioxidants so while they're not as bad as all those other rbd oils they're also not as good as the other ones we talked Red,
1: about they're dangerous
0: okay <laughs> So if you do see on a label, you know, um, expeller pressed, high oleic, sunflower oil, or even canola oil, and it's in a plantain chip or a dressing that you just wanted to have on occasion, no big deal. Go ahead and get it. But do check for those things.
1: All right. Maybe next time we can talk about fitness. Fitting all this oil into my mouth.
0: Oh, my gosh. I knew there was going to be something at the end of that. (laughs) Thank you so much for sitting with us today and listening to How to Better Nourish Your Body with Oils. Start using water on your pans and see if you can reduce your oil intake. Oh, boy. But otherwise, stick with olive or avocado. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye.